just like Jesus. Say, I'm a part of the Jesus Christ Evangelistic Association. Father, here am I. Use me to win souls. Use me to save the lost. Send me. In Jesus' name. I'll be about my Father's business. Amen. I thank you for a fresh anointing and a fresh impartation of the Holy Spirit upon every member of Faith and Freedom Christian Center. That many, many, many are lost and looking for shelter. Many have dismembered and been dismembered from their churches and have been wandering. But the Lord says, I've risen up places that are steady and steadfast on my word, and they will not go under or falter when the ways of the tactics of the devil try to hit. I thank you, Father, for a sure foundation in this place, that this is a ministry and a church founded on the word of the living God. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. No weapon formed against any member will ever be able to prosper in their lives. I thank you for a perfect covering upon every member, every friend, every guest, that they take the anointing here on Sunday and run with it without their week. Prosperity, health and healing to all their flesh, ministers of the kingdom of heaven. Bless them in Jesus' name. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Praise God forever. Uh, we have our friends watching in Pakistan. Good morning, Pakistan. Pakistan was once the, the most heathen nation, well, non-Christian nation, on planet Earth. Now it's Ireland. So we got to do some praying for Ireland. Ireland's like at 4% now. It's the worst nation for Christi professed Christianity on planet Earth right now. Pakistan was the worst, and now they're watching online. We have like 50 people from Pakistan watch every Sunday. That's amazing, amen? Bangladesh is in the house, like always. Jewel Mandol. Dinah uh, Kamagisa with Uganda. Uganda, God's Desire Ministries. I think Pastor Peter Ronando from Kenya is on there. So look at that one little box. You know, it has the world in it right there on live stream. Amen forever. <laughs> Don't you just love that technology? And Jesus said, when this gospel is preached to every creature, then shall the end come. And how many of you know we're at the end of the end? <laughs> I know it's a marathon in, the, in Christianity. It's a lifestyle and it's a marathon. But I believe we've entered into a sprint to finish strong. Amen. We're finishing strong for Christ. Amen. That's why the devil is trying to sift people like wheat away from the church. Because there's an army of God on the rise. A strong, powerful army. The social media networks don't want you to know that. That you're the majority. Not the minority. But they're the minority. And they're going to get desifted. And displaced from their positions of influence. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. So good to see you guys. <laughs> it's air conditioned. There's light. There's no birds. I'm so happy. <laughs> thought I saw a putty cat. I did. I did. <laughs> As many of you know, there were birds at our previous location. <laughs> Just for our scripture reference of Matthew 6.33, look at the birds of the air. But I could hear them on every broadcast, audio-wise. And they were to interrupt me. So behind the scenes for eight years. Yeah, and then we had a horse on the property, Bella, that would neigh every time. And, and when I'd say amen, she'd go, <laughs> I'm glad for moving ahead. Amen. It was a good foundation and a good start for eight years. 
Eight has always marked in my life the, the number of new beginnings, so I don't find it coincidence that we're moving ahead in our eighth year. And um, I got the keys to this place and the building. I'm also believing for the two rooms across the way for our children's ministry. They have four offices in there, an elevator to be put in. And when I first saw the building, Sherry Gaylin took me here. Thank you. <laughs> I knew the anointing was on Sherry you for real estate. She's like a spirit-filled realtor. She can make millions. But um, they took me to see the building, Clarissa, the first time, and I, it came right out of my spirit. Faith and Freedom Christian Center. And then I saw the name, not on that side of the building, which is what we were looking at, but it was on this side of the building, and I saw the name on the black letters up there. So I'm believing to, to own the building, amen? amen? And we'll just expand and expand, because there, the harvest is ripe. <laughs> amen. There's people dying out there that need to come in. Just that community right down the street, if you take Madero to Los Alisos, it's a Saddleback Ranch apartment homes. It's one of the lowest rents in Orange County. And I'm going to hit that place hard, door to door, with the gospel. Amen? Yeah. Praise God forever. I want to pass up. Okay, so we signed the lease. Um, I'm not going to give you any prices because God funds his church. Amen? Amen. God funds his task. Uh, we signed the lease. And actually, we don't get charged again. I put down a deposit and then the first month's rent. So we weren't technically supposed to move until October 1st, but they gave us September. Signed, got the keys on 9-11. I was handed the keys on 9-11 for a Faith and Freedom Christian Center. You think that's a coincidence? I don't think so. Well, 9-11, got the keys to the building and then signed the lease and our next payment is not due until November 1st. So you better believe I'm gonna run for the next month as hard as I can to fill this whole building, amen? amen. Praise God, I, I'm kind of figuring I got a free month, free month and a half to run hard and evangelize as hard as I can. Um, we joined partnerships with um, Revival Church Today, Revival Today Church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, who's taken off. All, uh, his father and whole family are in the ministry, and he's like third generation. But um, that is a valuable asset. I was on a Zoom call with him. He's pretty big now, amen? Dietra and Karen Fortune turned me on to him. And for two years, you, Karen mentioned it first, and I was like, I never heard of him. I don't listen to people I don't know. No, I'm good. I got my spiritual father, so I'm good. <laughs> and then Dietra mentioned him, and I was like, oh, didn't pay him any mind. And then he pops up on my YouTube, and I hear him. And I was drawn to him, flew out to Pittsburgh, went to their all-night prayer meeting last year in December for 24-hour prayer. There were 8-year-olds, 10-year-olds, and 6-year-olds from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. praying in the Spirit all night long, immersed in prayer. Amen? So we're partners with him, and I was on a Zoom call with him this week. And now uh, two other people, evangelists, who are down in San Diego, were also on that Zoom call. So I get a call after that, and he says, hi, I'm Evangelist Ruben and my wife, and we'd like to come to your church. We may not make it today, but we'd like to be there next week with our kids as well. So they've been coming up from San Diego, hopefully. And he said, any help you need? We'll help you evangelize. All tatted out, too. Tattoos. My kind of guy. Amen? <laughs> I had a word spoken to me in Los Angeles when I went to culinary school and was doing ministry out there. Someone prophesied over me, and she said, I see tattoos in your future. The unreachable ones will be brought to you. You can reach the unreachable. You know, growing up in high school, making trips to Mexico, doing drugs, <laughs> selling drugs, alcohol, my parents are here. You only know 50% of this. Look how great you are now. It's been out right now. I'm an open book, right? <laughs> but um, all my friends had tattoos. They were the skaters. They were the misfits the outcasts, and that's the group I ran with. 
and I got out unscathed. Not a single tattoo. Clarissa has a tattoo. I refuse to look at it. Don't judge people. I thought it was, I thought it was a lizard. I was like, that's just weird, but I'm falling in love with it's the person, not the tattoo, amen? It turns out being a music nut, which made a lot more sense than a lizard, like the doors on them. But my friends were tattoo artists, and I, they, they, they couldn't get me, amen? So I don't have a single tattoo. Just marked by the hand of God, amen? amen. Say, I'm marked by God. Marked by God. I, have I have his thumbprint on my life. When they see you, they see him. <laughs> You're precious in his sight. If it was just you, Christ would have came just to save you and to get you. That's how important you are to him. Every hair on your head's numbered. No one will ever have your thumbprint. You're the only you that will ever be. So I've said it before, so be the best you you can be. Just think about how unique you are. Your gifting, your calling, your voice. Who you're called to and who's called to you can't be replaced or exchanged. Yes. Only you can reach them. If you're called to me and I'm called to you, you shouldn't leave me because I'll never leave you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you should know who your pastor is, not when you get to heaven and start looking for five different people. Are you my pastor? <laughs> Are you my pastor? <laughs> you should know who you're submitted under. Amen. Yeah. I know I'm submitted under Pastor Arde Aragon. Hopefully he'll be here next week as we celebrate their 45th anniversary in ministry. First Word of Faith Church in Orange County, I believe, in Pasadena, California. They were given the forum in Anaheim back in the day. And they were rocking. Amen. <laughs> He's a humble man. I'm glad to be submitted under. I'll know who my pastor is when I get to heaven. I'll come looking for Pastor Art Aragon. Amen. Amen forever. Hallelujah. God's so good and gracious. Amen. Let's just close our eyes and pray in the Holy Ghost. Father, I thank you for a fresh touch and a fresh infilling upon every person here today. And under the sound of my voice online, I thank you for a spirit of evangelism, not just that, but a fresh spirit of prophecy and healing upon every member, which are the tags and hallmarks of this ministry that you stamped on me, my life and ministry. And I believe will be a crucial part of this church. Thank you for a fresh spirit of prophecy coming upon every member for a word in season, a tongue in season to everyone they touch and encounter. Write words at the right moment, which the Holy Spirit gives clearly and directly and freely. I give you praises for that gift that's flowing in this place and everybody who comes in will enter into it. Thank you for that mantle and covering. We give you all the glory for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, Jesus, the Holy Ghost is here. Y'all got gifts, amen. And he distributes it's his individually as he will. So let's just believe for, for all of them. It says, covet earnestly the best gift. Well, what's the best gift? It's the gift you need in the moment. The best gift is the gift you need at the moment. If somebody needs a word in season and they're ready to commit suicide, which I've had opportunities to talk to those people in the moment and talk them down from killing themselves, and they're still alive, praise God. Words in the moment. That's the power of the Holy Spirit, amen? That's the best gift. What you need in the moment. If someone's dying from AIDS, like I've encountered on the streets of Los Angeles, and the one man was bleeding externally, had HIV, walking down the streets of Studio City, came up to him, didn't want to lay hands on him, says, lay hands on no man suddenly, whether you be partaker of their sins. 
So you got to wait to lay hands until the time's right. Amen. Don't touch them until that spirit's gone. Amen. But after that, I didn't know that at the time. You learn by experience, don't you? I was in bed for three days after that with flu symptoms because I laid on hands on them too suddenly. Instead of casting out the devil first, the devil tried coming on me. Praying in the Holy Ghost, keeping yourself up. But he came up to me, ran out from his building as we were just walking down the street. <laughs> I worked right down the street to Studio City. He came up and he said, help me. <laughs> and I said, you don't hear that every day. Okay, I'm a Christian. I'm here to help. He came up to us. He was bleeding. I could see external bleeding. He says, I have HIV. I have no money to get my medicine. And I said, shut up. <laughs> Stop talking. And the Holy Ghost fell. And I laid hands on that man, and his blood dried up immediately on the spot. He said, I'm healed from HIV. He received Christ on the spot. And then as he's walking away, saved and healed on the spot, he's walking away and gets a phone call on his cell device. I don't care how poor you are. If you've got a cell phone, you're rich. <laughs> If something happens to your cell phone, you'll find a way to get a, to get a thousand bucks, right? Don't tell me you can't get a thousand dollars fast, amen? If your cell phone breaks, you're going to get it replaced pretty quick, I guarantee it. But he gets a call on his cell phone, walking away, and it's his doctor out of the blue. And he said, my doctor just called me and he's giving my medication for free. And I said, you see that? That's the gospel. That's all three in one, threefold. Prosperity, health and healing, and salvation. I love when the Lord does that. Does anyone have stories like that? Because every Christian should. We're the healing center of planet Earth. People who need healed come to church, not to a doctor. They only treat the symptoms. But Jesus treats the root. Amen? He's the healer. Doctors aren't healers. They're prescribers. Jesus is the only healer. And he's alive in me and you. Amen? Say, the healer lives in me. Hallelujah. Does anyone have a story like that? The Lord told me to lay hands on someone. And I find $5 and, and $10 can go a pretty long way. I give a homeless person five bucks and they're open right up to receive the gospel. You know? Money opens people up. Opens me up. God for, uh, confirms this and what we're doing moving ahead with finances. And then when they come in, I say, that's his stamp. Prosperity confirms his word. Amen? He's here. Hallelujah to Jesus. There was one man after a Bible study at Foothill Family on Monday night. It was a men's group, and I attended. Um, Mark Brooks was there, too. And um, there was a man after the study who was walking by, limping. He was a Mexican man, young guy, right in front of the church, limping with his skateboard. And the men's ministry got out, like, looking for someone. Do you see him? <laughs> He's walking, like, how clear is that? Walking by the church? At like 8, 9 p.m., limping. <laughs> I was like, anybody see him? <laughs> Go get him! <laughs> I was the only one. <laughs> so I went up to him at the park. He made his way to the park. And I said, hey, I say the same thing I say to every stranger. How you doing? He said, not so good. I just rolled my ankle. I think it could be broken. And I said, okay, well, you know you're in front of a church, right? It's a good place to be. <laughs> and I, I talked to him. I said the same thing I say to every stranger. Do you live in the area? He said, I live in Rancho San Margarita. Do you go to church in the area? No. Well, let me ask you a question. I'm not saying this is gonna happen, but if you died today, where would you go? That gets to people thinking, amen? Yeah. And he said, to be honest with you, hell. Probably hell, man. And I said, well, let me share this with you. 
The, God, the Bible says, <laughs> all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God's eternal life. Say this with me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. You have to lead him in the prayer. You can't ask a heathen to do nothing. You have to lead him into the kingdom. Amen? Isn't that the Holy Ghost, the leader? A leader? You lead him in the prayer of salvation. Say this with me. Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus died for me and rose again. He copied me. I ask that he comes into my heart and into my life. Amen. He said amen. I reached out my hand, didn't touch the man. And I said, now Holy Spirit. And the moment I said Holy Spirit, his ankle flipped back right, right in front of my eyes like that without even touching the man. And he said, on the spot, I'm healed. I didn't pray for healing. I didn't even mention it. I just wanted to get him filled with the power of God, the Holy Ghost. Because there's no such thing as a strong Christian without the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's why churches are falling out. That's why pastors are in adultery. That's why the church has been crumbling through COVID, shut their doors, looking to the government, sold out to a woke agenda just to get money from the government to stay in business. No, 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 no. <laughs> the power of the Holy Spirit keeps the church burning and ignited. Amen. We should always be growing. Amen. Because we're winning the lost. That's, that's the mission, the mandate of the church of Jesus Christ is win the lost. You can't be a Christian without getting someone saved. And sadly, only 4% of Christians have claimed to save one person in their life. That's also the, the case with tithing. 4% of the church are tithers. Well, no wonder. If they're not going to do what God says, there's no church. But I believe we're a people and we're starting up. They're going to listen to the, whole, the Holy Ghost and the voice of the Holy Ghost and do great exploits just like Jesus did and the work of Jesus Christ on the earth before he comes. He's commissioned every single member, every single believer to go do the works. Let's read it. Amen. Oh, go with your Bible with me to, to Mark chapter 16. And this is the great commission, not the great suggestion. Say, I'm in the, the army of Christ. And more are going to be added to me. Every member is a minister. Every member is a minister. Hallelujah to God. And then I also gave that man some money. And said, have a good night. And he said, hey, I don't have to skateboard home. I can take an Uber. Thanks. <laughs> I came home and told Clarissa, remember that night? I said, guess what just happened? A stranger just received Christ, just got healed, and prospered. The threefold cord. All at one time. How blessed that is. To be born again free. And to receive the full gospel all at once. The blessing. Health and healing, prosperity and salvation. What a blessing. That's what we carry. Amen. <laughs> the kingdom of God. Say I'm alive with the life of heaven. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Say Christ lives within me. And he works through me. So Christ shine through me like never before. Use me in these last days. Keep me moving forward. You know, it's hard to backslide from anything you're pushing ahead. Backsliders aren't moving forward. Just like David I mentioned with Bathsheba, who I mentioned the writers named her not God because she was just a she taking a bath. I don't, think God, I don't think God named her Bathsheba. I think the writers named her Bathsheba. Anyways. But David was supposed to be at war. He was supposed to be moving the troops ahead and the kingdom forward. But he just took a day off. <laughs> and 
and noticed that she had taken a bath. Yeah. Then got into adultery and slept with her. Oh, but it didn't end there. Yeah. Then he killed her husband. Then he murdered. See what a back, backward slope is? If you're not holding something up, you're going to fall back. If you're not pushing something forward, you're going to fall back. It's the same with working out. It's the same with your body. You take three days off. If you work out every day, you can feel the difference. Why? Why did I do that? I'm in pain. Jesus, come quick. <laughs> but if you work out consistently every day, you don't feel the effects, right? It's the same thing with the gospel or the word. If you're pushing it forward, you'll never slide back from it in sin. Amen. You'll never be caught sleeping because Jesus is watching. He's looking for those who are asleep or who've wakened up. Backsliders are not progressing anything. And Paul the Apostle said, sin shall have no dominion over you. Say me. me. Say, I have authority over sin and Satan. Sickness and disease. Poverty and lack. I'm not going to be kept caught sleeping when my master comes for me. Lasciviousness is a sin. That's just a church who's asleep, who's not moving forward. And there'll be times in our lives where I think everybody will have to repent from that. Sorry, I didn't do that. Sorry, I didn't talk to that person. Yeah, I was supposed to go heal that person before they died from cancer. I missed it. It's not you, it's me. I take full responsibility for not being there to pray for him. One time there was a young man at Saddleback Church diagnosed with anemia. He was dying. Remember that mom and dad? He was in the hospital, I forgot his name. But the Lord sent me to Mission Viejo Hospital. I was praying in tongues just in my room when I lived with my parents. And uh, he was on his deathbed, they said. 19 years old, his parents said he was gonna die. You don't wanna get parents. <laughs> Those aren't your parents. They're confessing death over you. True parents confess life over them. Oh, my children have, my child has ADD. He's been sick. No, you're not their parents. Get out of the way. Let a pastor take your place. You can't speak death over your kids and call yourself a parent. Yeah. <laughs> Amen forever. Yeah. Parents speak life over their kids, just like our father's speaking life over you right now. He's for you, not against you. Amen. But he was in the hospital, and the Lord told me in prayer, praying when I lived at home in my room, Go to Mission Hospital, the Holy Spirit said, and lay hands on them in Jesus' name. I had just recently received my healing from Crohn's disease. I was 150 pounds for a year and a half, 10% energy. And the Lord healed my body through a Christian doctor laying hands on me. Got a hold of Brother Hagin's book, Healing Scriptures. It ministered to me. And as I was reading that book, a Christian doctor came along to finish the job. Amen. Pray. Is anyone sick among you, James says? Assuming that no one is, but is any among you sick? Ask for the elders of the church that they may pray over you and lay hands on you. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And if they've committed any sins, it shall be forgiven them. Notice how sickness and sin go hand in hand throughout the scripture. No sin, no sickness. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God's eternal life. Amen. Divine health, divine wealth, divine life. That's the blessing that we're under. Amen? The curse sucks. Get away from it. Amen. And I am going to run with anyone who's under the curse. Just like Lot, he was pulled back. You want to go ahead with God. Amen? But supernaturally, the hospital doors opened to me at 11 p.m. to pray for this young man. I walked through the hospital. No one asked. There was no mask mandate back then. 
walked through the front gates, no one said anything, walked to the elevator, found the room number, went up, and as I was walking to the door where all the nurses and the ER and the ICUs are, the door opened for me. Walked right through the door. On assignment. Say, I'm on assignment. I'm on assignment. Doors open for you supernaturally when you're on assignment. Amen? Jesus just walked through walls. Walked on water. <laughs> supernatural. Amen? When you're moving for Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. The door opened for me. I found his room. Nobody was in there. I said, thank you, Lord. Because most of the time, Jesus had to kick out the doubt and the unbelief and the unbelievers before faith could enter into that place. I love it when young people, I don't love it, but if young people are in the hospital, I love it when their parents aren't present. Because now I can actually minister to them. Amen forever. And I've done that a few times with young people. And the Lord will just usher out their parents sometimes. She'll just say, I'll leave you two alone. I said, thank you. That's just Jesus. <laughs> Play healing scriptures for him. Amen. So I laid hands on the man. And they said there, his red blood count cell was like way low. It was white or red. I can't remember the term. I'm Noah. And um, I'm Noah. No, his name wasn't Noah. I forgot his name. Though. Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. Elliot. <laughs> I laid hands on him. I had just been healed. Amen. I believe. I knew. I saw. I tasted. You can't talk me out of divine health or healing. I'm it. I'm not dead. Neither are you. COVID couldn't kill you either. And I laid hands on him. I, I spoke some words to him. I said, in the name of Jesus, he was out unconscious in the name of Jesus and I just prayed the prayer of healing the spirit left and walked out it took two minutes and left no one said anything to me on the way out either and I went home and the next morning the parents gave the testimony the white blood count shot up overnight amen the Lord had healed that man and here's where I missed it I didn't stay with him and then his parents came back in. Family came back in. And the young man ended up dying. Because of doubt and unbelief. Amen. Sometimes you got to stay with people. Hand in hand. <laughs> Walking them into the promised land. Two people took the promised land for two million. And walked them into it. Just two. We're here today because of two men. Joshua and Caleb. Hallelujah. Say, I'm a vessel God can use. I'm just available mud. Here am I. Use me. I hate needles. Casey doesn't mind them. It's because your mom's a nurse, right? I hate needles. I, I had to get life insurance just for my family. And they came to the house and drew blood. Oh, I don't like talking about it. Me and Lily were at the library in Rancho the other day. And there was a woman who just gave blood and then went to the library and she was passed out in her chair like this. Just fainted. And I said, see, Lily, that's why I hate needles. And we were just walking. We were like, did this woman just die, God? Me and Lily praying in tongues. Looking at, goose, looking at the goosebump books. Waiting on the Holy Ghost. Instead of running over there. No, just waited. Not an insane person. Waited on the Holy Ghost, praying in tongues. And then after five minutes of prayer, just walking around the library, 
she pops up. <laughs> and just clear as day, there was a nurse and an, an ambulance that came as we were walking out of the building. You know, we heard the fire department coming. He said, she's fine. <laughs> she's back. She's not dead. Just praying how powerful prayer is. Keep my train of thought going here. Where was I? Elia. <laughs> Thanks for getting me back to the word. I heard three different opinions. Needles. <laughs> Thank you. Casey pulled it out of me. Needles, how I hate needles. Life insurance, they came and drew blood. And I, my go-to, I got that from Terry Mines. I'm just available mud, brother. Just available mud. God's just using dirt. Terry Mines. But I always said to myself when they come to draw blood, I'm just dirt, I'm just dirt, I'm just dirt. I came from the earth. And instead of picturing the veins and the capillaries and the blood, yeah, you don't like it either, DJ, amen. I would just picture dirt. And from dirt I came, and to dirt I'll be. It's just the body made of dirt. And that would actually give me peace so I wouldn't black out while they were drawing blood. Anyways, I forgot where I was going with that. Praise God. <laughs> Say no evil. Shall befall me, nor shall any plague come near my body. I hate when I lose the whole point. What a wasted five minutes. Amen. Let's go right back to the scripture. He'll bring it back. He always does. Mark 16. Are you all there? Just wave your Bible and make the devil mad or whatever you have to read the word with. Praise God forever. Later he appeared to the eleven. Jesus Christ as they sat at the table and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart. The first thing Jesus did with the 11, remember one had betrayed him. The 11 were sitting there. The first thing he did was he rebuked them. So I see here a good man of God, a good pastor also rebukes and corrects. He rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Just like they have to choose to believe you and me. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Say every creature. Every with creature. tattoos and without. Yes. With lizard tattoos and without. <laughs> he who believes and is baptized will be saved. You have the mic in the beginning of the service. So and you reap, I'm expecting. But he who does not believe will be condemned. Whenever I read this verse, I've mentioned it before, I just picture Elisha and Elijah. How Elijah's instruction as the prophet of Israel was to simply cast his mantle upon Elisha, the next up and coming prophet. That was it, those were instructions. So that's what Elijah did. And I know men of God, they're not too mushy. <laughs> they're about their father's business, amen? And they get a bad rap because they carried a vision. But he just simply threw the mantle on Elisha as he was plowing his father's field and just kept walking. And I can picture Elisha saying, wait, wait. And Elijah just keep walking. My work's done. You can take up the mantle or not, but your blood ain't on my hands. I did my job. This is what I get in picture when I read this verse, the Great Commission. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Just keep moving. On to the next. Everybody's got free will. I ain't going to let it hold me back. I'm about my father's business and mission. 
just go on to the next one. Amen? In street evangelism, 300 and about 20 people have come to the Lord just one-on-one -on -one witnessing and bringing them into the kingdom. There's only been a handful who've denied when they see and feel the touch of God and the love of God. You're the only ones carrying it in the world. They're going to react. There's probably been about 10 people who have said no out of 320. And me and Tommy were talking. He goes up to people with conditions or infirmities and just targets the infirmity on healing and says, can I pray for you? I've never had anyone ever turn me down from prayer, not one time. He said just a handful. But people are open to prayer, especially after COVID and the devil's agenda. Can I get an amen? Yeah. People need a touch, amen? They need the love of God infiltrating them. Yes. And again, say, here am I. Here am I. That's me. That's me. Yes. And these signs will follow those who believe, the believers, the remnant of the Christians, the believing Christians. Because there's doubting and unbelieving Christians. But there's also here the workers who advance the kingdom, who are the believers of the Christians. And these signs will follow them who believe. So they're not going to follow every Christian. They're going to follow the believing Christians. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. I confess this every day after I received my healing. Couldn't run a mile in my condition for a year and a half. Ended up running eight miles a day in the valley once I received my healing and had these words in my mouth. I lay hands on the sick and they recover. I lay hands on the sick and they do recover. We're in the army of the Lord. You have to train yourself. Just like David encouraged himself in the Lord, there's moments every day of our life that you need to encourage yourself in the Lord. Yeah. I can do it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I lay hands on the sick and they do recover. I don't care the pain I felt, devil. You're defeated. I don't care the infirmity that's trying to hit my body. I lay hands on the sick and they do recover. That doesn't change the word. Whatever you go through does not change heaven. It's eternal. It's forever. It's steadfast. The word works no matter what. Amen. I stick with the word, not with human experience. Mm -hmm. I don't build my faith on an experience a human has. Because yes. when you do some research, you end up finding out what they've said behind the scenes about their life. Right. You end up finding out the missing pieces that you don't see on the surface. Mm -hmm. So I don't let human experience change my faith in God and the word mm -hmm. of God. You have to make a quality decision just like Billy Graham did. I received this Bible by faith. I believe it's truth. And I'll live on it and build my life on it. And that's when his ministry started. His confession of faith over the word of faith. He received it. He made it first place and final authority. And then he preached it everywhere. Arguably the greatest well-known Christian who's ever lived. More people knew that man's name. Maybe Paul the Apostle first. Received the word and built his life on it. Not on other people's experiences of it. That's the key. Stay in faith. Stay on the word. In my name, they'll cast out demons and take, speak with new tongues and take up serpents and drink anything deadly and it will by no means hurt them. 
They'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, after he rebuked them, he taught them, right? And then commissioned them. After the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere. Say everywhere. 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 The Lord working with, that word them is italicized. That means the translators added it. With and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. See, God's in the business of confirming his word, not just our words. So when you use his word, he confirms it. So you don't have to. You don't have to work with for someone's healing. You don't have to have a deliverance room and toil with the devil. You can say just like Jesus, who cast out the demons with a word. Amen forever. You don't have to argue with the devil or make your own ministry come to pass. When you give him the word, God hastens it to perform it. It's now his ministry in his hands. If you're toiling with it in the flesh, and on my own strength, I'm casting out the devil. Well, look at those people who tried that. Yes. And the devils, it said, overtook them and scratched them and beat them. The Jewish set, amen, who tried that in their own strength without the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. But with God in you, with the Holy Ghost in you, what can't you do? You don't need to argue with the devil in the deliverance room for five days or five weeks. That's just the devil stealing your time. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy Demons should be cast out of here every service. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. When you see them on the streets, they tremble. Mm -hmm. You should run them off as well. Because the fire of God's in you. <laughs> you know, the Holy Spirit was in Jesus. Guess who's in you? Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You got the whole Godhead living in you. Ain't no demon too big for you. Say, I step on the devil's head. I cast out demons. I don't hang out with them. <laughs> you hang out with the devil, he will accommodate you. You hang out with Jesus, you'll receive all the heaven. Where the streets are made of gold. And where the 12 gates are made out of a pearl 12 feet high. 12 gates of pearl. Got any women's attention? Gold, pearl, come on. <laughs> Anyone like pearls? That's what the gates are made out of. Pure pearl. Get close to Jesus. Receive the kingdom. Amen. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the fire of God. Thank you for a fresh spirit. You're right here walking around in this place. And I give you all the praises for it. This is your church. You're the head of it. Not me. Not man. I thank you for removing anything that needs to be removed to progress and adding to us that which needs to be added to progress the kingdom of God. Thank you for sold out Christians and believers, warriors of the most high God, who will be quick to obey. Thank you for friends. Give you all the glory for the right friends. Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, spirit of infirmity. You're not welcome in this place. You have no jurisdiction here. Wherever the feet of the body of Christ tread is now the kingdom of God's. Give you all the praises. Clean in the carpet, even. 
burning out the chaff, burning out any pain, any sickness and disease in anyone's body. I give you glory. It's not up to you to get people to receive. It's just between them and God. You're just the messenger. Go about your father's business. Don't let one non-healing, one non-believer, hold you back from the many that are in your future, saith the Lord. Paul said, there's one thing I do. I forget those things which are behind so that I may press forward to the high call and prize of God. Amen forever. Hallelujah. Let's wrap up with Act 1. Acts chapter 1. So we're starting midweek prayer because there's no such thing as a church without being birthed in prayer. And the Acts church is our example. So I encourage you to finish the book of Acts before October 1st with me. Acts chapter 1. The former account, O I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach. So me and you are never qualified to teach anything we're not doing first. That's Jesus. Otherwise, we're just hypocrites. Like the Jews of the day. The high priests, hypocrites, Jesus called them. Of all that Jesus began both to do and then to teach, he was a doer of the word himself. Until the day in which he was taken up after he through the Holy Spirit had given commandments to the apostles, whom he had chosen, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them forty days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, <laughs> he commanded them to not depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, and John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power. Say power. power. That's dunamis. That's dynamite power. Dynamite power when? Say when. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Say, I'm open to receive them every day. A fresh empowering for every single day of my life. To stand up for Christ when others are failing. To lead others. And not fall by the wayside. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, just like it did him in the River Jordan. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Praise God. Now, when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, Behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey. Thanks for filling us in, Luke. And when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. Peter, James, John, and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas the son of James. These all continued. You may want to highlight this verse, verse 14. A key to a church. These all continued with one accord. Say one accord, not a Honda accord. 
<laughs> you believe God, you won't be driving a Honda for long. Amen. <laughs> These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication. This is how you birth a church. This is how you birth a ministry. This is how you birth the kingdom on planet Earth. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. So that's why we're going to have prayer meetings. I want Monday through Friday from 12 to 1 in here to birth Mission Viejo in prayer now that we're in a new city and new territory. We have favor in Lake Forest. We knew the mayor there. I met the mayor in Laguna Hills. We had favor there. And now I'm going to change the mayor here in Mission Viejo because we have authority here and favor. Can I get an amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Watch. Everyone will be cooperating with the church in this next wave of revival. They, even Disney's turned a little. All those businesses were billion dollars in debt because they supported a woke agenda. All those churches whose doors are now closed. We're not taking signs, we're taking over. It's takeover time. There's going to be one great last move of God to hit planet Earth before Jesus comes again. And you and me are a part of it. Hallelujah. This place is going to be filled. Hallelujah. We have to own the whole building. That dojo downstairs in the front can't last. I love them. But be that removed. <laughs> Whenever I see a Buddha head, I thank the Lord. They needed me. Thanks for sending me here. Serving a dead statue and a dead God who don't talk back. That's not a relationship. Not a relationship. How about you? Not a religion. Amen forever. They were all in prayer. And chapter 2 says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, we're coming into the feast season on the Jewish calendar. This marks a new year. Rosh Hashanah. Marks a new year on the Jewish calendar, which is God's calendar. So this is the first month. And there's promises on the first month in the book of Joel, if you'll check them out. In the first month. New year. Happy New Year. Jesus was Jewish. Okay, moving on. The day of Pentecost had fully come, and we're all with one accord. There's that word accord again. With one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. Say, each of them. And they were all filled. Say, all filled. That's filled up. Overflow. All filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. I baptized many people in the Holy Spirit. And it's amazing how the gift of tongues just flows right through once they receive them. Right here in your belly. He doesn't control you. He doesn't force himself on you. He doesn't use you. He uses your tongue. The utterance is right here, but you've got to use it and exercise it just like any muscle. But he'll fill you. You don't have to toil for the baptism in the Holy Ghost. You don't have to toil for your healing. You didn't toil for your salvation, did you? No, you just believed and confessed. It was that easy. Why make it difficult? Same with prosperity. I just believe and confess. God supports his business. Amen. As I was signing the contract, one member said, I'd like to up my pledge to a thousand a month. As I was signing it, I didn't ask for anything. I didn't advertise anything then. 
Amen forever. God funds his task. Hallelujah. I'm believing with, with all my might. I'm invested. I signed a 13-month 13, 13 contract instead of a three because I know prices are going to go down after Biden leaves office. Uh. <laughs> 99 cents. I'm believing for a little bit. Amen forever. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Say the favor of God. The favor of God. Encompasses me as with a shield. Say, I never pay retail. I serve the original Jew. Amen. You're more Jewish than Gentile now. We were grafted in. I get along with my Jewish buddies. How about you? <laughs> they know about money. You ever met a broke Jew? Poor Jew? No, they don't exist. Who knew? I knew. He knew. Never met a broke Jew. <laughs> You're more Jewish than Gentile. Say, I'm grafted into the vine. Through his own blood. Through his own blood. Hallelujah. Isn't God so good and gracious? Yeah. Amen. Did you receive something today? Yeah. Uh, it's a fresh anointing, fresh and filling in a new place, new dimensions. I just wanted you to notice, just reading the, the first little part of Acts and the life of Jesus, how supernatural everything was. Mm-hmm. Seeing angels, tongues of fire, walking on water. It's a supernatural life. So let's not dull it down. Don't let anybody get you in your flesh. Stay in him, amen? Say, I'm supernatural. The pastor calls me, and I call him. He asks me, how are you doing? And I, I say, good. And I ask him, how are you doing? Supernatural, brother. That's his answer, supernatural. Signs and wonders should follow us everywhere we go, amen? As we knock on doors, there's going to be signs and wonders following it always follows the preaching of the word. Say that with me and we'll close. I'm a good sower of seed. I'm just called to sow the word. God hastens it to perform it. Not me. Say I'm a good receiver of the word. It works good for me. Every day of my life. Amen. Let's all pray in the Holy Ghost and close it out. Father, we thank you once again for the gathering of ourselves together, especially as we see the day approaching. I thank you for new ministers and new ministries that will launch from this church all around the world. I give you all the praises that we're in the final days and the final stretch and that you've quickened everyone to do it. People are here today who were quickened to even walk up two flights of stairs. We are living in times of supernatural and we're going to see it more than ever. I give you all the praises. If anyone's depressed or heavy laden, in Jesus' precious name, walking online, I thank you for a fresh touch right now from heaven. As you promised, you move about the churches and the candlesticks, Jesus. Thank you for touching that person fresh from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. Affliction will not come back and it will not arise a second time, saith the Lord. I give you glory that COVID has already been defeated and you won't even have to touch it, says the Lord. Glory to God. All the plans of the enemy will fail by New Year's. All the wheels on the liberal agenda's chariots and Democrats' chariots will fall off before the New Year. In Jesus' name, I give you the praises. He says you won't even have to touch it. It's already begun. Glory, glory, 
glory. I thank you for one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you for making this an epicenter of faith and freedom. We give you all the glory for it. Our ministry statement, our church mission statement, equipping others to live victoriously through the word of God. No word, no victory. No word, no weapon. We bless everybody you brought us. Bless everyone who's with us and everyone who's to come. Thank you for raising up your arm in Jesus' precious name. If you agree with that, say amen. 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 Well, thank you everyone for being here. I have a seed to sow into the ministry. And others have given me seeds as well. And I wanted to give 10,000 bucks just into the church to start it off. And I didn't have 10,000 personally, but I do have 1,000. And that's a tithe on 10,000. So that's a good way to go. Just give the tithe on what you want to believe for to start a new church in Orange County and to be a part of. And sow that tithe and then believe in the rest. And God will honor you and bring it in. When you vow to do something for the kingdom, God will honor it. Whenever I do that, Lord, I want to give this amount to this church or this ministry. He brings it in. He's good like that. If you make a thing and, and declare it, he'll honor it. And then he'll test you with it. And when that harvest comes in, if you don't do what he says with it or what you said you were going to do with it, he probably won't give you more like that. But if you do, you'll just keep growing and growing and going up and up just like we have. Hallelujah to God. God's on the move. Say, God's in my money. I don't work for money. Money works for me. I don't serve money. I serve God. And he brings me money. He brings me the wealth of the sinner. Say, the wealth of the sinner cometh to me the just now. Say, the sinner's working for me. I'm done working for them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I pray over every offering that comes into this ministry today, all of our partners, all of our friends who've supported it, and those in the future. I fully expect large money from the hands of the wicked to come into here. I know Christians get blessed and believers get blessed sowing seed, but I fully expect large money from the hands of the wicked to be transferred into our hands the just this year. And that the Bill Gates of hell shall not be... <laughs> I added Bill there. Did you notice how I did that? The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. I thank you for large wealth transferences this year. Before this year in, this year closes out. Supernaturally. Say that with me. Money cometh to me now. To advance the kingdom of God forward. To save the lost. And to build his church on planet earth. He's coming for a glorious church, a glorious bride. Amen. Amen. So we give you praises for a 30, 60, and 100 fold return on every single dollar that comes in to this church and ministry. Because I don't have tax exemption, it's still going through for faith and freedom. I still have tax exemption under Elisha Mark Ministries, EMM. So if you're making a check, make out to that, say it's tax exempt. Amen. It's still going to the same account. I'm just transferring everything over. Just waiting on that from the government. Swiftly, which I've always had favor with. The IRS has pushed through all our stuff. Lickety split always. So praise God. It won't be long. Amen. We have communion. I see you standing there. Bless you in Jesus' name. Would you like to disperse the communion elements, Elvie? <laughs> Thanks.
appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Ron and Ellie, for bringing it. We have a little kitchen right there. I'm planning on five ranges, two stovetops. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> this whole room could end up at the kitchen. <laughs> there is a warehouse downstairs with a lift gate to expand into for a food pantry and dispersion down there, so I've already thought ahead. The building has everything. It's wonderful. Amen. Little by little. But this is our first step into it. Hallelujah. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. Sophie's still passing. Wow, you're good, Sophie. I mean, you were holding that like on a 45-degree angle and nothing fell out. That was amazing. Supernatural. Amen. We're partaking of our supernatural body. Supernatural man. Jesus Christ himself. Thank you, Jesus, for great exploits, great miracles and signs and wonders. I fully expect increase for every partner from this day forward. Supernatural increase to confirm your word and work with signs following. Prosperity always confirms his word and work. Amen. Say that with me. I'm going to new levels. I've been promoted. Amen. Lord, we do this in remembrance of you. I thank you for your broken body that was shed for ours to bring us life, health, and healing to all of our flesh. From the top of our heads to the soles of our feet, I curse arthritis and any long-lasting standing condition in Jesus' name. No more chronic illness as you move ahead. In Jesus' name. Thank you that your back was shredded and broken for ours. That we have a perfect spine, perfect posture, and perfect alignment. Give you all the glory. We're partakers of your grace. Thank you for our sweet, sweet spirit. Hallelujah. Fresh. Fresh healings. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. The blood of the new covenant. Every sin. Washed away so you don't die prematurely from any sickness or disease. Every sin covered under the blood. Once you turn it loose and repent from it, it's gone for good. You don't have to remember it no more, just like he does. Cleansed from every sin. Hallelujah. Permanent righteousness. Go to your father any day of the week boldly and confidently. And ask and receive whatever you want. Hallelujah. Perfect upstanding citizenship in the kingdom of heaven through his blood. We do this in remembrance of you, Jesus, for the removal of all iniquity and all sin for all men for all time. And to confess our new covenant written in your blood. You did this for us. 
grafted us in. Now we have new blood throwing through our veins, new DNA even, new cells. As we do this, we just picture his blood. He said, you, know, you have no part of me if you don't eat and drink of me. My flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. This solidifies the fact that you're in him and that he's in you. Healers in you now. The deliverer. The King of kings and Lord of lords. Bless you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, hallelujah. As new people come in, there are going to be demons flying out into that trash can downstairs, which is the only place they're alive. And God's so good, amen. People are going to get healed. People are healed right now, just walking up those stairs by faith, amen. We walk by faith, not by sight, amen. Put a little works to your faith, and wow, look at that. Right there. Hallelujah. You want to close us out? <laughs> See how great thou art? Jesus loves me. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think we need a song. Close us out. That's a good new uh, routine. The last voice being all of ours instead of just mine. In the middle of the night. Hello, I see you, Clarice. <laughs> Repent. Repent. Want to sing? You want to sing? There's other people. There's other people with voices. Yes. Anyone want to sing? Is it on anyone's spirit right now to sing a song to close us out? Anyone have it on their heart? <laughs> Anybody have a song that they'd like to close us out with? Oh, you're right here. Fine, I'll sing. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, great. Oh, thanks. It's all coming together. Thanks, everybody, for uh, taking the time to listen to me.